understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. If I want to trust you, it's because I choose to. Um, We just want you to acknowledge that. Acknowledge that that I'm choosing this. And at that point that you give me a reason not to, or even just a slight hint of a reason not to trust you, I will pull back with full force. I'm not going to lie, that's me. And it is not right. It is not right. It's not right. I get scared. They hit that kill switch too quickly. And it's like, and it's like, oh, wait, hold on. So, but here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too, though. What you just said was really important. I think in the process of women, as you put it, not being crippled anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. During that process, there was a secondary thing that's been happening over time since that happens. And that's been the demasculation of men. Okay? So let's talk about that for a minute. So what I mean when I say that women have oh, been demasculated. Oh, there's another side to this. Yeah, oh, there's right. definitely another side to this. Oh, we don't see it. Who did the demasculation? So oh. once, what did we, oh, that, that's like a nine-hour conversation. But at a very high level, right? Let's just say. Did you see the fire come out of her eyes? Yes, it did. Yeah, she was she, she, she cut me right here. Right, in short, in short form. Yeah. Did, so, you give, like, did you give us a concise answer as to what led to that demonstration, or what you would say? Just like, just. I'm so curious. Right yeah, I'm. I'm okay. You gotta Sing, tell me. Single parent homes did. To the demonstration of men. Mm-hmm. A okay. man's role. Our, You're clarifying men raised by women. Is what you're men, saying. Children, period, raised by women. Okay. Okay. My, my my youngest daughter, my baby, I love her to death, okay? Mm-hmm. She's in the military now. Mm-hmm. Just use her as an example. She has not one time asked me for nothing since she left. Mm-hmm. I give her everything around, I support her to death because my baby. But she saw her mother struggle and have to do it on her own. Mm-hmm. So that taught her, I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can. Do you have to? No. It my, it was so bad. She gonna be mad. I'm telling y'all this. Um, last December, right? She was literally riding in because she's she's stationed where it's snowy at. She was riding on bald tires because she didn't want to ask me to buy her tires for her. But I think that is that age. Oh, mm-mm. she's always age? Been, she's she's she'll be 21 in a couple months. Okay. She's always been that way though. So this is not just an age thing for her. Okay. Right. So her mom ended up telling me, and I was like, girl, don't play with me. You going tomorrow, you go to money, whatever, do what you got to do, right? Because she especially, she never really had a man to be able to trust in. So when you don't have no other option, what do you do? You you take on the form of whatever it is you need to do to protect yourself, right? So now when a lot of women have done that, that, right? So a lot of women, so think about single parent homes, right? I want to talk about single parent homes specifically. Boys and girls grow up and they don't see a man in the house. Mm-hmm. Who's teaching them how to be a man? Mom. Mm-hmm. 
They gotta outsource it. Mom. It's But I'm talking about and, and I ain't talking about because for a smart mother, yeah. she will outsource it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can only outsource it so much because then men ain't sandwich at home with you at night. Mm-hmm. If somebody breaks in that house, mom has to get up and protect you. I'm talking about the small things that people don't think about. Yeah, I can have a coach and I teach, yeah, he, he takes me to go do this and he's giving me certain lessons and stuff like that, right? But it's far different because I grew up with both parents at home. It's far different. Yeah. When you wake different. up and you see your dad there. It's very different. Yeah. When oh, you go to sleep and you got that security there. I agree. Right? But now we're past that point of let's live in reality in the sense mm-hmm. of a lot of these children don't have their biological father as no. you are one of them, right? You, you, those are not your biological kids in that household. Right. So they are waking up to their stepdad. Yeah. So you are then their mentor. Right. You are then their guidance. Mm-hmm. I provided my so, stepkids so with a man and so, yeah. And when I say a woman, a smart woman is going to outsource it. A woman is well within her right to say, I never, I don't want to be married again. And this, that, and the other. But I think that that woman should also then say, well, then if I'm not going to have a Derek come in and be there with me day in and day out, right. that you need to understand your limitations as a woman to raise a, to raise but a, that a creates, But that creates... For lack of a better phrase, a bad product, right? Why? Because I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah. Well, let me not say a bad product. That creates a less masculine product, especially in men, and that creates a more powerful product in women, right? Mm. Because when women don't, especially young girls, and I got two of them, so I know, and I know the relationship that they have with their real father. Now I know the trauma that it caused them with them not being there. I lived it, yeah. and it, it was probably one of the most painful things I ever had to live with or endure in my life. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and so now let's talk about women. Just talk about young girls, right? They don't see a man in the house. They don't see a man paying bills or protecting or treating mom right and special. They see mom doing it all. So mom's this superhero now, right? She's super strong and this stuff, right? What is she gonna be when she grows up? She's gonna be super strong, super masculine with a lot of things because she saw her mother doing it. So yeah. now when she becomes a factor. right, yeah. well now what? Nothing is guaranteed, right? Nothing. Right. You, 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 I give you this. You, it could be the opposite. Can I give you this, Derek? And this is to shed a little bit of light of my personal life, mm-hmm. and that is, my mother is one of eight girls. My mother is the only one that is married right. of those eight girls, and the majority of them are single moms, right? Mm. Now, my grandfather, he has. We lost count. He, right. was, he was out here. He was out there. He was right. Out. It, we lost count. He's a great man. Yeah. They love him. When he needed to step up, he did. Their mother died when she was 33 years old. So the oldest was 17 at that point. Already mm-hmm. having eight kids. The oldest was 17. My mom was 16. And then it goes down the line, 20 yeah. being five, them being the youngest. Right. And with my mother being the only one that's married, right? So, of course, you can understand that they yeah. had to grow up without a, a mother's love at a certain point in right. their life. Agreed. So, for them, and, and I have conversations with them, right? And what I say to them is, now, all these men can't be wrong now. They just can't be not worthy of y'all standards now. It has to be a common thread amongst y'all mm-hmm. where y'all discussing things. Seven of eight of y'all. Right, seven <laughs> of eight of you guys. Right. But then, and then, of course, they're defensive at, at the point that I say that. And they should be. Yeah. But at the same time, I tell them, but there's nobody that came in and took advantage of you guys. Right. So out of those survival skills that needed to be developed, 
yeah. for when they started having to grow apart without their mother being there, my grandfather doing whatever he was doing or whatever, or stepping up to the plate when he needed to. Yeah. I would much rather sit there and talk about my aunties and say, you guys are single moms, and yeah, you guys might not be married. My cousins are successful in this, that, and the other. And yeah, maybe you guys have whatever to say about men or whatever the case may be. That's fine. But I'm glad that nobody came in. And for each and every one of you guys, right. nobody came in and took advantage of you guys. Right. And if a woman wants to reside in that safe, that safe space, and that I know what I can't control, then if they've seen carnage the other way, right. it's hard to let that barrier down. I what you're describing. And my cousins didn't have a consistent male figure there. Mm -hmm. And they're doing just fine. Right. Right? So there, there's a meme that's out, right? A little story said there was a there was a homeless guy who's an alcoholic, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was a rich, successful guy who never touched alcohol in his life, and they were brothers. Mm -hmm. And they asked him, Why do you drink? They asked both of them, why do you drink? Why do you not drink? And he said, Because I saw my dad drink. Yeah. Right. So there is never going to be that guarantee about, oh, well, because I went because my mom did this, I'm going to do it, too. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it's, we, it's never going to be a guarantee. You're always going to have that factor. Right. I think it's two ways that, that, that in the majority of individuals um, that we carry ourselves. And that is we are either what we are because of what our parents are. Mm -hmm. We are either what we're not. Because or we're not because sorry. of what they are. Yeah, oh, correct. Right. right. So, again, to the demasculinization <laughs> yeah, so, of men, yeah. um, who caused that? I need answers. Yeah. We, need so, that. we needed that. We needed that. Okay. I got. I got an answer. Um, so we got. I got. A, I got an answer for both men. I don't really see that, but I would say if there was a yeah. cause to the evolution of it, it would be because of men themselves. Yes. Agree. Because yes, there are two types. Yes. yes. So now agree. Well, you guys are talking about motherless households. Hold on. I don't know. That, that's one. That, that's, that's one. Okay, of there's, I, more, there's more reasons. There's one of the I don't know so, of men to de emasculate themselves. Naturally. No, he's talking about like a oh movement. no, they do. He's talking about an evolution. Do. An evolution. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Okay. So one, you have men out here who. Okay, let's go back to what you said about you men. When men and women had to be married, right? Mm -hmm. Men had to be men then. They had mm -hmm. to protect. They had to right. They had to do all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Now that a woman can do it and don't need a man to do it, what do you need a man for? We are built. We are born. To protect and provide to be and secure, okay. we we have a man a man who isn't needed will quickly have emotions that set on him. Am, am I really a man? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. Right, because we have That's to be basic needed. necessity. We have to be yes. needed. If a man tells you, oh, "I don't need no woman to need me," he lying. Straight him down. He lying. And the basic human need is the need to feel important. So yes. everybody wants to right. feel important. So, That's where that resides. But in what yeah. role now are you going to feel important? Because if a man can't mm -hmm. provide. He's gonna feel like, well, dang, what's going on? This woman don't even need me. I go. Okay, so that's what you're talking about when you um, say like the yes, of yeah, a man has to be needed. Oh, if I but if women is out here all making six, seven figures a year, and you don't, and especially women are men and women that both have a amount of pride, but especially for women, especially who had bad relationships stuff like that, they wanted to be seen like, yes, I achieved, I overcame this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We found but, we find self value yes, in our achievements. In your achievements, right. So but you know, but you but you know why? Do you know a major part of that why? A man probably didn't take enough time to make you feel important to him. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and again, I'm speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. I didn't make my wife feel important. 
we had talked, we had some conversation about that mm-hmm. stuff. And I didn't make my wife feel important to me. And we had a we had a we had a session and I broke down and cried. And I told her, I said, I need you. I can't do that. I can't run these businesses. I can't close these loans. I can't be successful. I can't grow if I don't have you. So one, so men almost no longer feel needed. So yes. then what's the point? Why do I have this headache? Why, Why am work? I going through Why this Why do I have to go through the work of proving anything and you, you, you don't even feel like you don't need me in the first place? That's valid. Why? I can prove that. I can, I can uh, see that. But what you just hold, said. Hold on, give me one second. Okay, you're going So now the other part is I'm putting the onus <laughs> on men too. Yes, women have that can happen. But you got to have a... Look, men is men, man. You got to stick your chest out. Sometimes you got to stick that thing. I'm a man. Now, what does that mean? Can you back it up? Don't just, just because you're loud don't mean you're right. That's facts. Right. Being loud don't mean you're right. Uh-huh. How can you back that up? Right? So you have to have, yeah, you have to have a certain amount of pride, a certain amount of expectation of yourself that you are not going to fall below because women can see that. It's attractive, right? Just like, a man will fall in love with what he sees. A woman will fall in love with how you make her feel. Mm, facts. So if you walk in a room and that woman says, dang, you look like he can protect me. <laughs> she, she, she's not saying that, but internally, yes. how she feels is, I would feel safe with him. Right. Yes. And, and that's why consistency for me, I take personal because yeah. I'm like, you made mm-hmm. me feel this way in the beginning. And yes. now Don't you went in this way. Constant. Yes. It is a constant. Don't so earlier you were saying, oh, well, you, this energy doesn't match this energy, not like that, right? That's not even a question. If you love her enough and if you love yourself enough to be the man that you know you're supposed to be, that's no longer concerned. But this goes back to same energy, same energy, same energy. That's what keeps coming up in this conversation is same energy. Mm -hmm. These are are characteristics. We talked Mm -hmm. about this earlier is that like, once someone does something for you, it's a surprise or a gift. Once it's done three yeah. to five times, it becomes an expectation. expectation. Yes. And so now that it's an expectation, yeah. now when you don't That's give important. me the expectation, yeah. sure. now I'm mad. So something that you felt like you were giving me was this you or your mask? Right. Was this you showing face? Right. Was this you showing what you thought you were supposed to give me that you can't maintain yeah. because it's not part of your values or your character? And high-achieving women, we're on the receiving end of that because mm-hmm. men are also trying to be like, oh, I can pull you. So yes. Let me tell you. It's okay. a game. Let me tell you. Wait, 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 stop. It's a game. You're not even talking about a man at that point. We're oh. talking about a boy that's playing games. So next. Oh, we're not talking about a man. We're talking about a man. We're talking about a man. She's talking about Oh, it's a game. Well, I can pour. I can pour this. Eh, then you ain't no man. You you out here having fun. Boys oh, got time. Wait, 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 so call me a boy or call me whatever you want. If I get the baddest woman on the block, or I'm poking my chest out. That's not what I'm saying. Well, so then what you're saying? What I'm saying know. is this. They're talking about as though it's a game to men. They're oh, okay. going out and there's like... Well, you should do that and then let her go. Yes. Like, like, it, it's yes, a sport no. now. I'm right. not talking about and then that. go get the next Now, one. yes. Yeah, if, if I go and I go get my wife and I'm like, yeah, she's bad, dog. I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I'm I back, love the way you still talk about your wife. Yeah, but I'm backing that up, though. I the had, they're talking about there's no consistency, there's no backup to it. It's a it's fluff. No, no, give it a I had a man who, on our first date, no, it was dope because <laughs> like he got to So, the actually the re, the most recent guy I was dating, getting to know, our first date, he was getting to know me. He had learned me. Our first date, he said. um, you you you're a Christian, right? Like you pray, right? Yes. Mm. Prayed over our dinner before we ate. 
He did that for two dates, never seen him one day in church. I invited him about three times and never prayed for another meal. So like for me, obviously, like we, I mistakenly stayed in it like probably three months. Did you, and, did you ask him, hey, dude, because I'm real big about accountability. Did yeah. you ask him like, hey, man, you, you prayed these two times, but you didn't do this. Did you do that just to try to impress me and not hold up? Because I'm really into that. Right. Because then, because my accountability and give somebody the opportunity, right? Yeah. He saw something like, oh, let me try this, right? And he, in right. his mind, it probably was like, to impress you, right? Are, but if you, do that to me. but if women have a responsibility to open your mouth. Women, we don't read minds. Not one time ever has a man read your mind. We guessed and was just right a couple times. That's it. I heard you. You it's serious but, about that. Also, when, when you meet me in the beginning, you were at your best when you knew. Of course. Right. That can seem like a facade that he's putting yeah, on, right? Of course. Um, now, I'll say, for me, in, in my relationship, I didn't pray over a meal probably until like a year in. Mm-hmm. And then I have done it a few times since. But not every time. But is that something that she requires? Is that something that's oh, near to her? Not. No, right. absolutely not. Then that's, why, then, that's, then that's why it's not a big deal for y'all. For her, on the other hand. Is that a requirement for you, though? It was not a requirement. It was something but, that you even think. He set a precedent, he, though. He, yes, he mm-hmm. set a standard. Yeah, he set a precedent. He, he was like, this is who I am, but it's not who he was. And see, and now, yeah. and part of that, and this is what happens, right, after you've been in a relationship, uh, and things didn't go the way you wanted to when you were right. hard out there. As me, when I step into a relationship, I'm gonna try to come at the bare minimum of what I am. Just so I don't put this bar up there right. that then I have to keep exceeding and exceeding every time. So that means when I go out on my first date, you go to Applebee's. It would not be three hundred dollars. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Right? It would be a little bit cheaper. So it's gonna be something emphasis on a little bit. Right, she's like, hey, look, two minutes. I'm not saying right there. Right, that's me, right? Uh, so, so it's that comes that comes later or yeah. whatever, right? Uh-huh. But now, if I start off the relationship like that, right, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, you're holding me accountable to what the first date was, and I came in there and we went, we went to Eddie B's for the first date and stuff Based like on the that. Person that you said, right, right, right. But why is that? Right, why, why I can't didn't tell him the first date. But can the first day just be that special? To. Ain't the first time for something special? Yeah, and then I'm special. Mm. Continue. It, it, well, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. That depends on the man that you are, right? Okay. Me. The, okay, so I'm gonna be honest with you. When I first met my wife, hell no, we ain't going to Eddie B's on no first damn day. Right. I'm cooking right. at the house and having public, public bills. Can decide how to take it or leave it, but when Correct. you put up a facade. I'm thinking something that's right. not really like I invited. We did like series on relationship. Like our church is so dope. Me and yeah. Jess were church partners. In case you guys didn't know, but <laughs> like you know, so you knew that it. I'm very vocal about who I am and what I stand in when I go into dating, and right. I think that's what makes men then try to act in ways that you more. You more so, of course it does. You more so pray, 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 p r e y. Prayed on what you know I like. Right. So you pulled out all the gadgets that were not necessarily you. You pulled the veil down, the mask down, and said, mm-hmm. let me pray on her based on what I know right. as a value. And then, 
when I try to, you know, vocalize things or, or set standards, it's then like, oh, well, you're asking for way so, too much. So, <laughs> let, let me ask a question on, the on this. No, on like when I'm, when we're getting to know each other. No, ladies, mm-hmm. y'all have intuitions, right? What do y'all? No, you're right. Hold on. What, what, I already know what, 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 No, no, no. But what do y'all call it though? Women's intuition, right? Right. Now, let's say y'all been in a relationship with a man for six months and he started moving different. Mm-hmm. You know the day he started moving different. I'm not right? gonna lie. I know the day. You know the yes. day. You probably know the, the minute. Night. Yes. Okay. I want to ask a question to you. And it makes you sick to yourself. Why do y'all turn that on in a relationship, but not in the beginning? Because it seems like, oh, he did just this, this, and this, and I didn't catch it. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Some people are smooth operators. They can kind no, of they, they can kind of ramp they it are. down a little bit without you realizing I it, and agree. then bang. But that same intuition, the you should have it day one as you have on day one hundred and ninety nine. No, but you are my question, and I'm asking because I don't that, know. That woman's intuition, I, I don't think that exists for everybody. Can I be vulnerable here? Of course, you stay here. I hope you're gonna say what I hope you're gonna say. You say what I want to hear. Take step. As a high achieving woman who has interpreted, you know, the discontinuation of relationships as failure, I second guess myself because I'm like, am I doing too much? Are my standards too high? Am my standards too high? Am I ever going to get a man acting like this, having these kind of standards? If I bring this up about the prayer thing, am I being too picky? No. And that's how I feel. We need to pray. You're saying, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying, and I'm like, if I just lean back, can I allow him? Can I give him space to grow and peace? Hate that word. Spacious, spacious peace. Spacious peace. To to just show up, and maybe it'll work out, or maybe you know, like when I did ask about it, because I did. Um, he was like, "Well, why didn't you pray?" He kind of gasped. Now looking back, I'm like, "Oh, you gaslighting me." He was like, "Well, you could have prayed," which is which is true. I could have, but I wasn't talking about that. I was bringing it up because I was trying to figure out something about it. Who are you? But he gaslit me in that moment, so I'm like, "Oh, okay." So you're right. I didn't offer to pray. Um, so I'm wrong here. You know, like, because I have always been the difficult one. High, let me tell you something about high achieving women. Mm. They are difficult. A lot of times difficult daughters. I'm going I'm to tell you a secret because people see the high achieving woman. They see our six figures. They see our awards. They see our master's degree. They see our education. Mm-hmm. But what they don't see is the seven year old version of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. They don't see the seven-year-old version God, of us who was yelled at for being bold or yeah. who was yelled at for crossing the line or who was ne- ne- neglected when we were having temper tantrums to go figure it out by ourselves. That's how we learned to figure it out by ourselves later on because yep. we had to figure it out by ourselves at seven years old. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. So then in a relationship, continue is that seven-year-old. So... I'm going to tell you like this on behalf of a bunch of men, the dads, the uncles, whoever didn't show up. I'm sorry. Because no woman should have to go through that. I'm and what exactly so, is that? Going through a feeling at any point to feel like a man doesn't love them or doesn't see their value. Never. I'm going to I'm gonna bite yeah. on this for a second. Empath, I wonder sometimes if you ever have it. 
Ever have it what? That part right there. <laughs> you just answered the question Never mind. because you just yeah. said that. And I, I'm, I'm crying saying, because I, she's crying. He I, wants to apologize on behalf of all because, men. Yeah. You're fucking lost right now. Yeah. For because because this is most men though they don't have the empathy. Because, which is understandable. That, it, not it, it can go. To have it. Yeah. You know why? Because there's been many of men done the same way, but we won't start crying. You're we right. won't shed a you tear right. or anything. Right. And I won't yeah. even and we won't even talk about it. Right. Even for it's been plenty of men that's never felt a mother's love. And I think a mother's love is more is more impactful Mm -hmm. than a father's love. If you really get down to it. Right. Correct. So Mm. you're not wrong. I I would say that. I I, I would say you can't extend empathy because you don't you were never taught. You were never given it. You don't even know the, the you don't even know. You've not been given empathy for your emotions or feelings, so you don't know how to extend it. So, because, no one said yeah, it's okay to feel for, this way. They for, said, from, get it together and let's for, go. Bro, from my aunts, nobody extended any type of empathy. Right. And, right. and, and for that, and, and for you guys, it's that's what you get hardened to. And it's what well, you got to figure it out in the band's world. And then that's how we're going to rock from here on out. But I'm going to figure it out in y'all man's world. And if it fails, at least when I look in the mirror, I'll know that it failed because of me. And not because of anybody else's wrongdoing. It's all on me. And the, yeah. and the person I can count on every time is me. And you want to know the, the relationship of the man that I was talking about that had failed? Just like that. I know his I know his childhood wounds. Like, he didn't even have the empathy and the emotional space to hold for me. Even when bringing that up, that's why he gaslit me. Yeah. So, yeah. so what they're saying is, okay... Again, talking about high-achieving women, we're looking for that emotional safety, but high-achieving men who are also looking for emotional safety. Yes, both parties are. So, so, and me, and me being like, for what? It's not that I'm lost. It is that I'm saying the same pain that you're feeling, I feel it the same way. But nobody out here worried about us because you know why? As a man, the world is not as empathetic to us. We're just supposed to well, I'm a, take it on the chin, no, that, no. buckle up that, them bootstraps, nope. and get right that's back to wrong. it. Because that's you know why? On the back no, of us, but on the back of us, a whole family relies. So we better keep it together. And we say, right? And the world is willing to accept that women mm. are far more emotional. Mm. Now, at the point that I start crying as a man, Let's go. then you start saying, you could say, I'm emasculating myself. You going to cry in front no. of them? A man that cries regularly, I think we will all say, oh, buddy, I don't know, buddy. Okay. You a little bit, oh, so, boy, I need a little bit, look, so, somebody a little bit stronger, there, bud. limits to it, but to every man that's going to see this. A one, and, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, mm-hmm. but a woman that cries all the time, you can see that as being a woman. You're just emotional. No. That's okay. But when do we acknowledge no. but, that tears but, are not always related to weakness, they are related to truth, honesty, and vulnerability. Right. And I don't, I don't think anger. That, People right. cry out of anger. They cry out of shame. They cry out of weakness. Most of the time I cry because you telling me something that I know to be true. I already know. Right. You just I'm crying right now because I'm acknowledging something that you have brought to my attention that I know in the internal and you have now brought to the external. So yeah. now you brought it to the external and I'm crying. I'm not sad. It's I'm a not weak. It's a release. I'm releasing mm-hmm. an energy right now that mm-hmm. says you are absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. See, when are we going to give men that same gift and spare them that same opportunity? And guess who can give them that gift? Not us. Nope. Y'all. Y'all have to give each other that gift. Price in front of me, I'm, what you want, baby? <laughs> You think so? You think so? But you, yes. you, you no. think so? Because yes. saying, that same yes. man. But I will agree with yeah. you that if it was redundant, it would be a woman uh, no, would be there. You can't be crying Right. How if you're gonna be crying like that? Who I'm gonna run to for protection? You're supposed to be protecting me. No, no, you no, over no, here just no, as just as afraid as me. You're supposed to protect us. each other. You have to protect each other because now we're talking about emotional protection, well, and that's a completely different it platform. It's different than, Oh, she's gonna run to be protection. If somebody busts in that door right now, I'm gonna be the first one there because I'm gonna protect everybody in here because that's the man I am. But, but, if I'm, but if I'm at home and my I have a real troubled relationship with my sister, real okay. troubled relationship. Okay. If I'm at home and I'm feeling emotion, I cry in front of my wife because I'm hurting over my sister. She's not going to come to me and say, man, man up, deal with that. Are you good? She's going to say, no, baby, I know you hurting. Because men need a platform to be able to say, I'm hurt too. Yeah. That's your I'm sister? dealing with some stuff too. That's your sister? Well, then it was, I, I, I deal with, the relationship with my sister is not great. So I deal with some stuff on that. But I'm saying your sister would sit there and pick no. you up. No, no, I'm talking about my wife. Your my, wife, my wife would. My wife. Okay. You, you, because you got to remember, what, what they're really saying is, yes, you can be manly, but sometimes women need to know he feels and he has a heart too. Right. Yes. Because men, we get so caught up in I'm gonna be the man. I ain't gonna cry. I'm hard. I'm tough. Yeah. Right. Because that's how when the world really, makes you're exuding, you're, you're, you're exuding so much weakness because we can see the insecurity in you. Right. Men wear insecurities just like women do. Mm-hmm. It may not be in the same way, but yeah. we right. wear them too. And until we can wash that stuff off, we're always gonna feel a little bit demasculated because now we got these glasses on that's saying, "Oh, she this, she this, she that," and it makes us go a certain way about ourselves mm-hmm. because we may not dealt with the childhood issue, the aunts, the seven year old girl, whoever it was that we had to deal with at a prior life where we weren't able to protect ourselves the right way. We didn't know a protection we even needed. I'm so now we grow up, and as men, that's now attached to our manhood. And when that right. becomes attached to our manhood, that weakness, as our manhood gets stronger, that weakness does too. And if we don't begin to address that, if we don't create a brotherhood, if we don't create a platform for us to all come together and say, brother, I got your back. If you got to cry, it's all good. But I'm going to pick you up so you ain't got to feel these tears no more. We're going to fix the emotional pain you got. Mm-hmm. We're going to fix the trauma that you got. Because until you fix it, we can't create another generation of men that's going to be able to stand up and be as healed as we are. I'm and until you. that happens... Yep. There's always going to be a demasculation man. There's always going to be a man. There's always going to be a woman that's going to that. feel I don't have this strength uh, in this man, so I got to put it out, which is just going to create a bad cycle. Yeah, we got to create that. I'm with As that. Men, I'm with that. Because there are so many poor, be- I don't know, you yeah. poor, but there are so many behaviors that are rooted in men's poor decision making. Yes. That's so much to do that they make when their ego is deflated, when they feel the. Dem- emasculated and if they were there was just the space or the opportunity to have these conversations amongst men and it wasn't always turned to bro come on get over it let's go out tonight bro mm-hmm. come on get over it let's just go hit you know do this get blah, blah, bag, you can't bag bag the bag take it get, over the you can't fill the hole with an empty bag of air right it's still gonna be a hole the next morning when you wake up it is yeah, what it is men numb way more than women say that again men no. numb 
like numb. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, absolutely. Way more than women. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. Now, now, as far as building that world that you speak of, right? That you talk. That, 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 that you. That you. Right. That utopic world of men bringing men up and we can cry in front of other men and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which there is communities as such, though. Right. Y'all just got teary out right here. Mm-hmm. If you were to do the same, I'd be like, bro, this might not be the space for that. Come on now. And if I did the same, it, it would kind of feel like the same, like, bro, it's not the time or whatever for her doing that. It, so what I'm saying is... More grace is extended on women absolutely. over showing you're, the most you're, you're, yeah. But I'm going to say to- something yeah. that's really going to hurt some feelings right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did a recording with Derek on his show, and there was another man that cried. And I afterwards, I commended Derek because I was like... I, the man, I was literally sitting behind the scenes and the man began to cry as he talked about how his wife showed up for him. And I immediately looked at Derek and I had this like internal as a producer on the other side of the camera. I'm freaking out because I'm like, Derek, don't make him feel like shit right now. Don't let him. Cause I'm looking at Derek. Like if you move wrong, he's going to, he's going to and suck it up. Right. And Derek, I looked at Derek and Derek literally like locked his shoulders down and locked eyes on him and gave him the space to continue to like release that energy. And so what I'm about to say to you, but I'm saying this for all the men is that what Derek possesses is he's healed something within him that does not allow though that extension or that release of him to feel weak. That means that there's something within you and other men that makes you feel weak when you cry, because when you see another man cry, it makes you uncomfortable because there's something unhealed in there. It goes against exactly what as Maybe men I we are, have rooted in us. It me, goes against our core training. Let me have a responsibility Ooh. since he had, since he had, okay. you know, addressed it with me. Is I'm sorry, I didn't mean to point fingers. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're good. I have learned that my tears don't really make a difference. My hard work does. That's the problem. So that's the problem. It, and that's fine. And that's we're fine. sorry. It, and, it, and we're sorry. And, sorry. and, yep. and look, way. and I appreciate that from you guys. But the majority, yes, don't. Well, brother, I'm gonna tell and you. the world still keeps spinning, yeah. whether or not I cry or not. Mm-hmm. And and then what I do is use different instruments in order to build myself back up. Mm-hmm. And those are my coping mechanisms to keep on going. But watch this because we've gone on two hours. We're going to have to. I'm going to wrap with this and then we're going to come back. <laughs> we're going to wrap this portion of this with this. I love what you said, and it's mm-hmm. so important because women would almost say the same fucking thing. And this is what vouches exactly. for the fact that we live in a man's world, a male-dominated world, mm-hmm. is because women, at some point, we've looked up, and this is why we struggle with submission and survival and all of these things, because we've looked up and we've said, okay, high-achieving woman, you know, high-achieving, high, you know, financially independent woman. We're at this 30-plus age. I've made this work for myself. And now I look up and I, I, I assess my success and I look around, I'm like, this is great. And this is great. And I, okay, I, I can now say I did this. And when I look at all the things I had to do to get here, let me tell you that one of them that did not serve me was being, was wearing my emotions on my sleeve. It did not get me there as a woman because most of the men. It was my biggest anchor. It was my biggest anchor. It It was my big back. It was it weighed me back. It was the biggest thorn in my side. Was it showing myself in a corporate setting, in a business setting, in a never rarely can a woman say that her 
wearing her emotions on her sleeve served her in any of that capacity, which is right. the same said for men, which is why we end up in this cyclical cycle. Look, we're back at square one right now. Yeah. We just had a two hour conversation. Yeah. We're back at square one right now of like, yeah. we're living who in this world. Who right. gets to show emotions and, for and what, who's safe? And who for can trust what you? you just said, to piggyback on that. And when I said the utopic world that you speak of, that's cool. That's great. I would love it if the world was like that. I'm all with it. I wish we all could cry and kumbaya about this, that, and the other. But then it's the world of practicality and how things actually are. And if and just like Jess just said, those tears and wearing her emotions on her sleeve did not serve her to become the high earner that she is and the high achieving mm-hmm. woman that she is. The two couldn't bleed. Personal business. They were bleeding into one another. Mm-hmm. So I, they could not. One would not survive. So we've learned so, to separate them. Right. But who 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 makes the mantle? Who sets the standard to say that I can't have both of it? That I can't have yeah. a, that I can't have a certain amount of I vulnerability, can. and I can't also be this shark over here that I gotta go get it, and I can turn that on. Who says? Where's the? Show me the rule book that says I can't do both. Because you just said, yeah, we, we live in this world. This that's just the world we live in. That's it. And, that's the practicality. Right. The practicality. Right. And no offense. Yeah. But that just sounds like a cop out to me. Ooh. That sounds that sounds kind of weak. Because it's like, do you make? And, and I'm you, not calling you weak. No, no, I understand well, that. But let me finish the second. That part just sounds a little weak to me because it's like I'm gonna accept what is, and I'm gonna just live in that because that's what Instead it is. Instead of leaving, I don't care about what it is. I know what's gonna be best for me. And at the end of the day, my pride as a man says I gotta be what's best for me. And if things I gotta go against the grain, that means I gotta live in a little bit of a utopic world when I get a chance to. Then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna live in that utopic world. I'm gonna pull up my boots, I'm gonna put my Tim's yeah. on, put my black hoodie on, and I'm gonna go back out there and I'm gonna fight. Because now I built up enough strength in myself to know that regardless of what you think about me out there, regardless of how you see my emotion, yeah. I'm using it to empower me, and I can use that to then empower the next man. <sighs> yes, and 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 within that. Respectfully, for all of us, yeah. we have learned to cope within the world that we are operating in, yeah. right? That, so, it's, so it is not a cop-out. It is saying so I'm being pragmatic <laughs> in my approach <laughs> to how I need to be successful and what the standard is because we are not in a position of just setting a standard and everybody abides by that, right? Mm-hmm. If we all were, were to sit down right here, right, mm-hmm. and make the rules and the standards what we want them to be, then have at it. I'm all, I'm all with you. Everything mm-hmm. that you got to say, brother, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Let's, rock, let's rock like that. But in order for me to get to where I'm at, it wasn't by that method of, of sitting there saying, because in order for me to get a doctor or whatever. I had yeah. to abide by somebody else's rules in order to but do I that. But I think we're all but waking now, up to the dysfunction of conformity. Right. And I want to point something out. Yeah. You just said I had to play by these rules to get it. Yeah. But now you're there. You're there. You're there, there now. That's so, stability. So you are you no longer so surviving. You have... It, dude, it's, yes. it's, it's, yes. it's a ladder. Yes. No, longer, ladder no longer surviving. The more rules you get to make. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. The more rules you get to make. Absolutely. You fight to get to this position so that now I can make the rules. So don't keep living by the same rules that you had to live by somebody else. You're not in that same spot. When you're just beginning your journey, I got to do what I got to do. I ain't got the power. But you've earned and built power. Use your power. Yes. And I use your power. And look, and that power. Otherwise, you must not want it. Well, no, the power is used for me and mine for right now. 
And and for me and mine would be me and the prospective family that I would have. Right. Right. So first I have to protect them. I have to grow them. Um, after I have have created that growth within myself. And then at that time, then I can be responsible for my fellow man. Or I can try to work that in as I'm going up that track, as we all do, and try to um, pick the next man up by their bootstraps or whatever the case may be. But I'm still not that I'm still not at that position where we are where I can just make the call and make all the rules. Nobody will be able to. Because no one's going to conform to one person not for, all the time. Not for us. All right. Yeah. Not okay. for us. Yes. But we can go back. That's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Can we, can we, can we, <laughs> hey, can we have and a closing we statement? Yeah. 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 We're gonna have a closing statement amongst all of us where we can just say a lot more, please. Yeah. All right, well, get closing yeah. statement. Go ahead. Closing I'm statement. Derek. You, you go. Bro. No, Derek, man, go ahead and oh, start it, man. For what I learned, when I'm old, I gotta think. You gotta think first. <laughs> so let me, get, let me get both of y'all lesson right now, yeah. ladies first. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> hey, we need that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you both. No, no, you both. This is my show. Thanks. Right. Yeah. So right. y'all know. I'm right. telling y'all to know. Okay. This, what we, we meant was which man was going to go first. Right, right. What we meant at the point that we disagreed, neither one of us was about to submit. <laughs> I'm talking, yeah, you know, you know. So that was a that was a good cop out. Yeah, you see, that's why we needed a woman to come in and get us right. Right, right. Y'all still ain't letting me talk. Thank you. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so I would say what I got out of the conversation or what I felt valuable um, was most valuable. I would say I did not know it the the timeline it takes. I I should not say I did not know. It really hit me the timeline it takes for men to feel safe in submission, vulnerability to the woman. Because I'm not going to lie, I expect, almost expect that up front because I'm so emotionally what I would consider open and, and vulnerable and like what I want. I expect that a man to meet me there. And I realize that it's important for me. And both of you guys said it like, you guys did not do that for your woman until you were in a safe relationship container that you knew I potentially would marry this woman. That's pretty far down the line to what I believe like women, a lot of women do. So that was like one patient giving men the space and time to be able to feel ready with me to make that move. Um, and just again, like, reassuring my man or my partner, my husband, you know, my other half, like I want that emotional vulnerability and not to keep dating men, again, finding the the balance, but who are not willing to give that to me. Cause I realized in this conversation, no offense, Chris, no. but like, I can't do the compartmentalized emotion thing. Like right. I have to be in it with someone who's just as emotionally on the same wave alignment with me. Mm. And I think that I would be doing myself a huge disservice to be with someone who was not willing to meet me there emotionally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I learned. <sighs> Jessica. That was so good. Look at you, you were looking right at him. <laughs> right here. 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 Right here.
Where yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a job. It wasn't a job. No, that's I, fine. I no, it's I, fine. I, I'm just saying, we all like, love here. It, yeah, absolutely. And it's just saying, like, yeah. At that, back to the original question. <laughs> no, look at me. I know. Where's the independence? <laughs> it's like I'm trying end, to say out of trouble. Right. <laughs> You're right. Where's the independence? <laughs> end? And yeah, the love begins. And the yeah. love begins. I can't the wait relationship begins. I, I or the teamwork begins. And I, I, well, and I'm not, I don't. And, I, and what I say is, I'm not willing to wait that long. I need, Fair. I need some, some cars showing up front to know what I'm working <laughs> with. But yeah. No, I'm sorry. I gotta say something. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Now, normally, what it ends at marriage because that's when the guarantee kicks in. Yeah. That's when the covenant that's is the made. Contract. Not no. No, not the contract. My bad. I stand corrected. Part two. My fault. Yeah. My fault. We're not going to talk about covenant contract because that's all the covenant. Okay. Covenant, you're going into a partnership but with someone that you it, love so much even, that you're saying, I trust you so much and you trust me so much that we're, we're willing to exchange uh-huh. these things because we trust each other so much. We're going to sign on the dotted line in this covenant that we love and trust covenant. each other so much. We're willing to accept and, and trade these things. A contract means I distrust you so much that we are signing to guarantee one another that yes. if you don't give me what you say and I don't give you what I say, legally. we can then legally sue each other right. for is, that. Is the contract not representative of that? Does physical representation of that company? Yes. No. Okay. That's, that's, yes. No? Yes. It's, so, it's probably, so, 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 it's probably so, so, a lot deeper here, than here, that, but that's... Right. Here's what you think of that. A covenant is a promise of future positive right. expectation. A covenant and a contract right. is a guarantee to hold you liable for what you say you're going to do. Facts, right? Uh, if yeah. You're getting to the same end because it's still an agreement, right? Mm. But are we agreeing because we're looking forward? We got so much more positivity to drop into this, or are we agreeing and you better hold up your end of the deal because I'm bringing this to the table? Let me just let me just a ask contract you. protects. This is, <laughs> this, promises. Okay, and this is a naive question. He's this is a naive question. Hey, a naive question is, what, but when the divorce happens, are you guys we, talking about the covenant? Whoa, 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 or, no, no, I'm just asking. I'm just your asking. Logic is nope. gonna keep I'm gonna tell you what you just did. The, the contract of the covenant. What I'm, is? What I'm is, gonna tell you about what you just did with the question you just asked. Wait, yeah, don't yeah. answer. You're automatically talking about a contract because you're already expecting a negative outcome. The minute you said divorce, you're like, oh wait, I gotta protect me to make sure I'm good here. You're already going into it expecting, oh, well, you know, this might not work out. I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. The only reason I ask that is for practicality and what has been my approach as far as the world that we live I'll in, what, which is the world that we live in, we sign a contract, not a covenant, don't we? You, not you the government you, requires you, you to sign. That's all I'm saying. Right. That is all I'm that's saying. The covenant, the covenant that is. My master class is released later this year. Yeah. Hey! 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 Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Hey, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I'm right now. Right. Master class. Right. Because in that course, some of the things I'm going to talk about is the viewpoints of how we look at things. Because that will change the entire. Yes. It will change the entire way that your environment develops around you. Mm-hmm. Right. The way you see it. Mm-hmm. It will completely change it. And I think that, especially yeah. for men being men, right? Mm-hmm. The way we look at things, once those things change, we're going to give them something more to believe. Personally, I don't care about the contract. I care about the promise, the covenant that you guys speak of. So personally, right. I don't care about it. But yeah. The world is Go ahead. My, my lesson on this, which is really interesting because I heard a lot, right? And it, even hearing what you said was so beautiful because I'm thinking about perspective. 
I'm thinking about where I'm at mentally from, do I want to be in a partnership right now? Am I dating? What, what am I looking mm. for right now? And it, it was it was really beautiful to hear your perspective because it reminded Absolutely. me again where I'm at mentally right now that I didn't really hear anything from a dating perspective. But what I did hear that I'm like really like excited about is getting people to understand leadership, leading by action, man and women, because I'm listening and I'm like, at the end of the day, when we go back to this word submission and we're talking about submission and partnership as this, we're going to be agreeable. We're going to work together as a team. What we did not talk about is the chicken or the egg first. Yeah. Is that someone yeah. has to be submissive in love first with the willingness to not go in it from a protective or a I have to be at peace place, but a am willing to love first with the thought that you could hurt me. I'm going to put my cards on the table mm-hmm. and lead with love with the fact knowing that you could hurt me mm-hmm. and I want nothing more than when because the, I think the clash constantly comes in from. Who's going to protect, to protect themselves first? Who's mm-hmm. going to protect themselves the best? Who's going to submit last, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, this all comes from our own pain and trauma and it, it, it does not allow us the opportunity to see the other person. We're constantly, our purview, our POV is, is a lens of pain, of trauma, of everything else. So who's, like, I'm listening to this conversation. I'm like, God, I'm praying for men and especially like with what you are doing and I'm praying for other women to be willing to lead with love. And I hate to say this because it's really just saying, be vulnerable, throw yourself out there, be willing to be hurt again and again. And I get it. Mm-hmm. But who's going to lead with love? Mm-hmm. Who's going to lead the submission? Because those words are words. We can sit here and talk all day, but who's mm-hmm. going to lead by saying, okay, I really like you. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm going to lead with love. That's supposed to be the man. Oh, hey, that'll be a part two. It's gonna be a part two to this. You're supposed to be the man. I want. I, I want to see. We're in a fight to protect ourselves. Is what it seems like. Everybody's in a fight to of protect course, themselves. Yeah. And I want to just see more of us be open and willing to lead with love. Mm-hmm. Maybe and maybe that is, sounds super um, airy or like what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like cliche. Cliche, but like. Are you willing to, if you want partnership, if you want marriage, if you want love, mm-hmm. yes, be clear, be careful, be clear on your standards, your what, what red flags are, what you want, what you are looking for, your desires. But when you find something that you like, are you willing to lead with love and submission instead of sacrifice. and sacrifice? Mm-hmm. What is that going to look like mm-hmm. in your weakest moments, in your insecurities? That's what I'm curious about. I'm really excited about. I want people to be, I want more open conversations like this because even men sitting at this table being willing to be open about the things that make them insecure now give another man an opportunity to say, hmm, when I said this to this woman, I thought I was right, but I really said that because I felt like this underneath. And so I think you all leading those conversations from a very honest and vulnerable place allows people to really learn where the wall hits or where the the brakes stop Mm -hmm. when it comes to submission on both sides. Because if we're not clear about anything in this message is that the submission is required on both sides. If you want a equal, fruitful partnership, Mm -hmm. there's submission on both sides. Agreeability or whatever the word, whatever word we decided on. Teamwork, agreeability, whatever. I'm still not saying I'm still not saying the word, but whatever that submission on both sides looks like, who's who's leading that front? So, um, and I think, just for men right now and women, that looks like vulnerable conversations. I'm excited about it. I agree. So, you two, 
And with your lesson, please. Without, without, without arguing starting, about it. Without oh, starting right. a new conversation. So, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say for the married man at the table, since we're all trying to get to that status, he should go last and have the final word. Correct. So for me, um, what I've learned is uh, that there's still a standoff that, that exists that we're still trying to figure out. And the goal is not to build bigger walls of misunderstanding, but to kind of come to a common ground that exists for both parties to flourish in, um, where we can figure each other out and, um, and live the lives that we want to live with the person that we want to live them with. Um, and that we have more things in common than we have different. And that for those things that exist, uh, that we do have more things in common with, that maybe we need to use the strength of the agreeability in order to get over the humps of the disagreements. Actually, I like that. Yeah, I like good. that. Um, all right, from our, from, our, from our only married individual at the table. He's um, like, what I learned from you all. Right, right. So, <laughs> right. Well, I actually learned from you all because um, I, I'm no married man, so I'm not out in the scenes like y'all are. I'm not. Right, you know, you're not dating. I'm not in the trenches, yeah, that's what right. it is. <laughs> trenches. Yeah, so. Why? I've really learned that. Don't go outside, stay inside. All right. <laughs> look, have you met my wife? I know. <laughs> look, I can't even look out the window, I'm good. <laughs> Um, no, but I think that one thing, the only one that I've learned is that I have a responsibility, especially to help teach others and help others understand that there's a better side to this, but you got to do your part first. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so many times we want, like you said, the gratification, we don't want the work first. Right. Um, and in understanding that the world that we live in is filled with so much pain, one person's, a man's pain does not have to be a woman's doorway to walk on. Just like a woman's pain does not have to be a man's look at her to say, get over it, you're weak, or whatever the case is. We should all see a person's pain as an opportunity to heal and help grow. Yeah. Right? Um, with and I, yeah. With and, I, and I think that, you know, we have to really define, as a man, as men, we should really be defining where we are and who we are so that way we can provide the best possible product to our women and to the world for other men to see. And we also have a responsibility to make sure that the women that we have, we're taking care of them because these are going to be the people who raise our children and who help us grow into that next level and into that next entry and next pathway to the next generations that we have. And if we don't protect them, we're also disservicing our children too. Sounds good. So obviously there will be more around this conversation. I hope that if you picked up anything, this wasn't meant to be a table where we all agreed agreed upon everything, which is why we got so rowdy. But um, again, that's why I brought these people to the table because I feel like every time I have a conversation with a man or a woman, we're all um, raised differently. We have different opinions. We have different mindsets. We have, even though we're all persuaded by a similar culture. And so I thought it was so important to bring very different mindsets to this table, married and not married, single and dating, like, and just to have this conversation around what's got us all in a standoff. I like the way you use that. And how do we get back to in a culture that we're constantly persuaded by that tells us otherwise to craving union with one another again, to being vulnerable, to becoming one and fighting for each other instead of against each other. And I think that at the end of the day, whether you're willing to admit it or not, ladies or men, 
we don't want to be alone for the rest of our life. That's something we don't want. I know that for a fact. There is not a human being on earth that says, I'm good by myself for the next 50 years of my life. So because this is all a common goal for so many of us in a cult, in what feels like a culture that makes it difficult, I hope that this open conversation was useful to you. And I know there will be more. And I thank you guys. And I thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Thank Thank you so much for this conversation and being yourselves and being vulnerable and being honest. You two did a lot that men won't normally do. You were open and vulnerable, the, the, just how we have those conversations in person, which is what I appreciate the most about our friendship and our relationship. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening and check this out. So make sure you comment, subscribe, review, check these folks out on social media and send us some love. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.